Glenfiddich, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey, is expertly crafted and made with extraordinary care. Each single malt is a work of perfection. And we're back, Strike Show Podcast, on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. Yesterday, some good feedback from our listeners and, and followers. Luke Elvey on the podcast. I knew it would be interesting. I knew it would strike a nerve for many, especially if you're not a liv or a liver or whatever you want to refer to yourself as, but, uh, you know, different perspective. And I think that's important to be able to kind of listen to all angles of this, the impact on the professional game. So it was good discussion. Um, used to work with Luke a little bit back in the old PGA tour live day. So it was good to catch up with him, go back, check that out. I'm still on the road, of course, vacation, but I'm here for you. It's a major championship week. And you know what that means? we got to bring our boy back. He's done all four, well, all three up to this point. Now he's back for the fourth, the one and only beating the bookie. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Coming off a, uh, a nice couple weeks of golf. Yeah. Picks. So I'm just hoping to keep the uh, momentum, you know, going at the British Open. You know, we've we've traditionally done pretty well here. Yep. at this event so um this this week you know this this year doesn't look to be any crazy weather or anything like that so i think we're gonna have a a, a nice low score winner maybe maybe a record low score at the open you never know um but i think it'll it'll be a good one you know and I'm, yeah. looking, I'm looking forward to it yeah it's feeling like we're gonna get into the low teens um this week you know 13 14 15 somewhere in there feels like weather looking good we're not going to get the heavy winds maybe a little saturday um it's just been i I love listening to the press conferences of the open championship perhaps more than any other tournament in golf because they start telling stories about playing links golf and the crazy days of wind and tiger's story that he told about playing the old course when he was young. I believe it was 95 or somewhere in there. And he played all 18 holes in the wind, into the wind, all 18 holes, because the tide changed at the right time and the wind switched at the right time. And he said, I literally played all 18 holes straight into the wind. Um, And the wind blew, uh, or I I should say, is blowing um, right now. When they played the practice rounds, Tiger said he hit a six iron um, from 130 yards. You know, so that's how hard the wind was blowing. So I don't think we're going to get that, but we'll get a little bit. It is the old course, or it is St. Andrews. It is the 150 plane of the Open Championship. And it's just a different style of golf, right? People in in this country, they're not used to the fairways running faster than the greens. Let me say that again. The fairways run faster than the greens. That's what we're up against. Hard surfaces. You got to play the bounce three putt avoidance. You're going to be putting from 40 yards. Uh, So it's just a different style of golf. I love it this time of year. And, you know, it's interesting. I've heard a couple, let me, let me bounce this off. Uh, at you beat the book before we get into our picks i've heard it both ways here on one side where it's like look i know you're a good approach game player i know you're a good short game player i know you're a good putter but when you come over to and play links golf and you play this style i just throw it out the throw it out the door like 
because these are all just different types of shots, right? It's it's different into these greens. It's different around the greens. It's different on the greens. And then I've heard others, yeah, that that transfers over like that kind of, you know, statistically you can apply that. So I've kind of heard both sides, like throw it out the window. Yeah, still handicap it the same way. How do you see it here with the open? Because you've done here, you've yeah. done well here traditionally. You know, I actually think the PJ, I mean, not the PJ, but I think the majors over here have done a good job preparing guys like the U S open this year. I mean, that was like a similar course. You have a lot of blind second shots. You know, you've got a lot of, you know, a lot of rough, a lot of blind shots. Like I said, uh, it was, it was windy there. Um, I think a lot of these conditions that they played in this year, like the players championship, whereas the course obviously is different. But those weather conditions, like it's not going to get worse than it was at the Players Championship, right? You know, so I feel like a lot of these tournaments this year have done a good job preparing guys for, you know, the British Open. And I think the weather this year is not going to be as much of a big deal as as it has been in the past. You know, we're expecting pretty pretty nice weather, yeah. maybe some maybe some winds, and obviously here the weather can ch- I mean the wind can change on in an instant, you know. But just looking looking at it from from our point now it looks like the weather should stay fairly nice. And I remember, you know, a few years ago, they were predicting that, you know, last year actually predicting uh, the weather's going to be terrible. And then it was like a birdie fest with Matsuyama, Spieth. I mean, not Matsuyama, but Morikawa, Spieth and everyone. So um, I think people take the, they overfactor the weather a little too much for this event, which I don't mind because a lot of the times, their over-under scores will be, like, way too high. And they yeah. can come in under if they're playing well. So just to give you an idea, like, last year, last year for round two, I gave out a John Rom bogey-free round two. I think he had one bogey in round one, right? Came back with round two. I gave Rom bogey-free round round two, 20 to one. I had bet, like, $700 on it. It won, like, 14000 bogey-free a lot of guys had a bogey free rounds round two. They came back round three and made bogey free round plus 600. So even the bookmakers anticipated it being a lot harder than it actually is. Um, I think this is the one open where that happens. So um, hopefully we can get some good value on some props like that mm-hmm. at this open, but I don't think it'll play as hard as, as we've seen in the past. We've seen the the fairways are like concrete pretty much here. Yep. And that's pretty much like how it is in the summer there. Everything's pretty dry. Um, so as long as the greens are receptive and stuff, these guys shouldn't really have much problem. As long as they just stay out of the bunkers, obviously it's the pot bunkers here that'll kill you. So guys who are accurate off the tee, staying out of the bunkers, uh, they should fare pretty well. Yeah. And and I think you bring up a good point with the pot bunkers and like St. Andrews, it's pretty open, right? Like it's, it's wide open off the tee, but you can take, you have to take some aggressive lines if if you want to set yourself up for a birdie, you can play it conservative, and yeah, sure, keep the ball in play. But you're you're probably not going to make the birdies that you need to make to win, especially considering the weather um, being so good. So it's it kind of forces your hand to take some aggressive lines that brings the bunkers more into play. Then the ball's on the ground bouncing, and that's where it gets really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, then as you start getting up to the greens and accepting. Um, that it's going to be difficult to get to some of these flags. You're going to be putting from 30, 40 feet. You're going to be putting from 30, 40 yards at times. So um, there's some acceptance and and mental preparation to this kind of golf. And we've seen some, 
adapt to it very nicely, the game transfers, and then some that it doesn't. As, as we kind of get into this and we start looking at the top of the board with the favorites and Rory, um, you know, right now is is nine to one as we come on. And, you know, Xander is 12th. I'm a little surprised by that. I mean, look, Xander's three in a row. I mean, if you count the J.P. McManus uh, charity event. So, I mean, Rory right now, nine, Xander, 12, Scheffler's 14. I feel like Xander should be the favorite. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like Xander, I mean, should really especially be the favorite here with his, the last month he's been totally unconscious. Um, it doesn't doesn't matter like how he does in round one. Like we saw, I think he was two over in round one last week at the Scottish Open. And I had a max play on him to beat Cantlay minus 110 for the tournament. So I was down three shots after the first round. And I still wasn't worried, you know. Xander got on fire that second round and just never looked back. So um, there's nobody playing as good as Xander right now. Uh, and he's doing what Scotty was doing to start the season, you know. And we've seen yep. Scotty cool off a little bit. Um, I, I've seen this troubling trend with Scotty where when the weekend comes, rounds three and four, on those back nines, he struggles. Um, happened at the U.S. Open in the final round. You know, the front nine, he tore it up. He was, what was he, two strokes up after nine holes. Then he hit the back nine and just, like, was four over through three holes, just totally kind of fell apart there. Um, he kind of falls apart those holes 10 through 13. So that's been kind of troubling from Scotty. Um, I definitely think, though, that Xander should be the favorite right now. Yeah. And if, if you look around, I mean, DraftKings does have 12 to 1, but William Hill has 1,600. Bet365 has 1,800. So those are more realistically priced for Xander. Uh, 12 to 1, I probably wouldn't touch. That's just a little too low. You can grab a first round at like 30 to 1. Um, so I prefer like the first round there. Uh, and I think, you know, there's a lot of value to be had here, especially on guys who who have been playing a little poorly this season. But they usually like your sit. boy. Yeah. Like your Rom. boy Rom. Yeah, he's plus, you know, he's plus two thousand on bet three six five. Um, I think you know that's good value for Rom, especially he plays these kind of coastal courses pretty well. Um, you know, so uh, I think there's good value on Rom. There's good value on Justin Thomas. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just, I agree. Uh, there's a lot of good value here, actually. Like you know, Patrick Cantlay, he's been playing well, twenty-five to one in some places. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, twenty to one. Um, so I think there's a lot of a lot of value here. Uh, you know, if you're looking at guys at the top, hey, Rory, I'm not going to touch Rory at nine to one. That's just, uh, just kind of insane for me. Um, but pretty much outside of that. And Shane Lowry, his price is a little too short for me to touch. Um, he hasn't had much success at St. Andrews. You know, we do know he did win the open, but I don't, I don't see him. Uh, he's had an up and down season. Um, yeah. And St. Andrews, he hasn't had so much success. So uh, he's a little too high for me. But, you know, down below Rom, Thomas, Cantlay, Fitzpatrick, Shoffley, I think you can pick up guys for, for a good value. Haymaker Coffee Company was established in 2021 to create the best coffee to fuel the underdogs who perseveres, who hustles, and have the give-it-all mentality to achieve their American dream. Haymaker Coffee, only roast, top quality, 
specialty grade coffee beans resulting in brews that satisfies those who demand every drop from their coffee and day. If you work hard, run hard, fight hard, and play hard, we have your coffee right here. Yeah, I think, you know, Scheffler's putter has cooled off um, a little bit, and I think the rest of the game has been there. Um, I, I think JT, probably not his best venue of, of the four yes. major championships. Um, I think although he has figured some things out as he has went on, I think JT probably um, is a, is a skill set that obviously can win anywhere when he, when he starts, I just, you know, look, I think he probably doesn't get enough credit for how his putting has kind of smoothed out here a little bit um, this year. So um, I certainly would take JT over Spieth, uh, both of them yes. right now, as I look at it on sports at on DraftKings is 16. I'm, I, I'm not going to bet Rom. I haven't all year. Um, you know, we it's, I've talked a lot about the putting, um, woes. I've talked a lot about his short game not being up to par. I feel like we need to move past Rom. I, I think Fitzpatrick and Thomas, both major championship winners this year, I wouldn't be surprised of either one of those two on the top of the board. If I had to whittle it down, I, you know, I mean, I can't look past Shoffley. Shoffley has shown me some stuff here. I've been critical of him. I thought that win last week in the Genesis, that was a big Sunday for him to put a field away. You know, he asserted himself. His confidence right now has to be as, as high as it's ever been. So you can't look. I know it's 12 to 1. It's short. But he up, up top there, I would certainly take him above McElroy and Scheffler. And then as we move down, I, I would kind of lean a little towards Thomas and Fitzpatrick to pick up a second major championship more so than I would a Cantley at 20, a, a Lowry at 22, a Cam Smith at 28. I think Will's interesting. How does his game transfer? I don't think we know enough there yet um, with Will at 30 to one. And then there's Morikawa, you know, he's, he knows how to win an open championship and, you know, you know, that putter can get hot at any time for him. And, you know, just what last year he plays in the Genesis and he's having a hard time with the club head interacting with the ground because it's so firm and you got to trap it. Uh, and then all of a sudden he just flips the switch and like, oh, I've got to figure it out. And he's making putts. And we know when Morikawa flips the switch and making putt, he's one of the best players in the world. So if yeah. you're looking for value on a top end player, that's one, oh, by the way, two major championships. Um, Morikawa at 30, DJ has a pair at 35. And I'll, and I'll stop here on the next one. Who I've bet, Finau. Yeah. I, had him, I got him at better odds than 35. But Tony Finau, make no mistake, folks, when you look at games going over there that he just kind of likes that kind of golf, Finau has a good track record here. Um, yeah. He finished third back in 2019. He finished T9 back in 2018. He's got a couple other top 20s. Tony Finau winning the Open Championship. How does that, how does that hit you at home? Tony Finau, how good a feeling would that be if Finau won the open chat got a couple wins i know he struggles late on sundays yeah. but you go over there i'm kind of the guy kind of fall on the side you kind of throw things out the window a little bit over there it's different yeah and i'm betting Fina to win i already have yeah you know i agree with you like what you said about john rom um i don't know if i'll be i don't know if i'll be playing rom here to be honest because that's a big statement from you by the way he's one of my favorite players 
just I haven't seen what I want to see from him this season, like especially after Mexico. At Mexico, I'm like, okay, his game is back, his putter's back. But now his irons, like he's not getting he's not hitting it to within, you know, 10 feet of the pin. And when he is getting, he's putting better. But now when he's getting to within seven feet, eight feet of the eight feet of the pin, he's missing those short putts. He's kind of losing yeah. his temp his he's kind of losing his temper a little bit. Like he's getting yeah. frustrated. You can see the frustration last week at the Scottish Open, kind of cursing himself a couple of times, kind of funny actually. Um, but he's kind of losing his 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 uh you know composure a little bit. So I just haven't seen what I want to see from John. Uh, but at twenty to one, I may just play it just for the the number because that number is astronomical for how he's played the last few years. I do agree with you on Morikawa and uh, Finau. Also, I think you know this is a course where it's like you need to be like a shot maker, but you need to be a a game planner also. You know, yeah. you need to you need to you need to know where to hit it, how you want to play the second shot, like you know from your first and. You just have to have it planned out beforehand, you know, um, not just yeah. like a yeah. drive, driving out there and seeing where you are. Like a, you need to have this played out. And I can see, you know, if, if Tiger was going to play well here, that's obviously how Tiger would have to play. So I think experience is going to play, is going to be, you know, factor into play here. Uh, we, we have a lot of guys with experience. You even look at Kepka. you know, Kepka has got a lot of experience playing here, you know, playing on the European tour. He's played here. You know, many times. So, uh, I'm I'm gonna take a bite of Kepka, Finau, um, Morikawa, even Louis. Look at Louis; he's played here so many times. You know, you just love uh, all the LIB guys. Just just go ahead and say it. you just you just bet all the live guys. No, Finau's not Finau Rom. They're not. Live I know Finau's Xander. not. But... Um, yeah, I'm not gonna bet. I probably won't bet DJ, even though he's been playing. You know, DJ's been playing pretty well. I just probably won't bet DJ just because. You know, because he's know. got what? Because he's got two hundred million in the bank, and he's not motivated, perhaps. Yeah, and you know, like maybe they had a little too many on the live party jet on the way over here. <laughs> um, you ever but, see anybody party so hard that shot eighty than Pat Perez? Hey, my, I would be doing the same exact thing if I was him. So I can't even hate, to be yeah, honest. I so I probably would too. Um, I think there's a lot of guys like that have value, like uh, Max Homa. He's been playing some great golf. Yeah, turning, Max Homa is like. He's turning into like Sam Burns last year, you know, where Sam Burns was coming out, like nobody really knew who he was, but he just started playing really consistent, getting top fives, top tens and all those events. I think he's kind of having a breakout season like, you know, Sam Burns had last year. Um, but like you said, Jordan Spieth, I haven't really seen like, if it's between JT and Jordan Spieth, I'll take JT all day. I haven't seen like, you know, Jordan's odds are just so low because of his history here. You know, but Jordan hasn't. Uh, I haven't seen what I want to see from Jordan the, the past, you know, a few months. He did win, you know, in South Carolina, but I just haven't seen what I wanted to see from him. His putter has kind of gone bad a little bit, and he's seemingly playing like pretty poor coming into here. Um, so you know, people like Jordan Speed that won this event, you know, five five years ago is a different, totally different player. Um, totally different swing. So it, it it is a new player. So I'm not ready to bet those odds based upon that player. So Jordan Speed at these odds would be like a total pass for me also. Yeah. So I think home is going to get some play. You know, he's becoming a more of a popular pick. Um, some improvement in major championship play, which he needed to show. 
uh, I'll, I'll take a top 20 at the best for him over there. Um, you know, I still don't think probably the most experienced links kind of player, but certainly playing good golf. You have to give him a lot of credit for the improvement that he's made and I think has elevated himself. Of course, won the Foot Wells Fargo. He's shown a lot of win equity. He's not scared when he gets, you know, up there in the first page. Um, I think, you know, in this middle range, you know, I, I, there's some bets that I've made. One is Finau, I talked about. Yeah. Uh, the second is Fleetwood, who will probably be popular. I think I get the sense here in the open, you know, we got the feel-good story with Shane Lowry. We've seen it in the past with Paul Lowry. Like, we've the open can, I don't know, like this one feels like we're going to get that first-time winner here of a major championship. Like, Fleetwood is he's been so good, right? He's knocked on the door and he's been close. And I think Fleetwood's playing some great golf right now. I really do. I like Fleetwood top five last week at the Genesis. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take those odds in the 45 range, 50 range um, that I got with, with Fleetwood. I talked about Fino in the 40 range. It's an automatic bet for me with Burns. He played good last week. I'm bullish on Burns. I bet him every week. So look, he's won three times. I've had three winning tickets. I'm counting. I'm, I'm printing cash with Burns right now. So I've got, I've got money to spend. He played good last week. I think his game, I think his game, it it, uh, it travels. And so, of course, I'm going to be on him. And then you mentioned Louie. And then there's two other names in this group. I'm really like intrigued in the middle here: 35, 45, 55. Um, you know, I, Carol Hatton. Like, okay, there's another guy, right? That's been close. Is it his time to win a major championship? Mm -hmm. I haven't bet it yet. I'll probably bet a top 20 for sure on Hatton. And I think Louie, you have to always look at. Um, and and then Neiman, you know, played good last week. If there's another guy, can he get his first major championship win? So I've thrown some names in there in the middle that I'm really thinking about that I think coming in some pretty good form. I like their I like their game here. Those are some guys I'm looking at for a first major championship win. I've bet Finau. I've bet Fleetwood. Um, I've bet Neiman in the 55 range, and that's kind of where I'm at now. You like Kepka at 50. Um, Tiger, 60 to 1. I'm going to pass, you know, even on a top 20. Yeah. I just, look. He should be a home, so he, he should be 200 to 1. Yeah, I'm so happy yeah. Tiger's there, you know, like I am. But I'm watching him move around and swing, and I'm just, ugh, like, I just – I don't know. He doesn't look good to me. Yeah. Swing. He just doesn't. Like I just feel like it is. It's 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 a challenge right now for Tiger, and and you're playing against the best in the world. I, I'm just gonna pass. Now, would it surprise me that he comes out and finishes 15th? No. I mean, no one's gonna be surprised yeah. anything Tiger does. But that's, uh, that's, what, that's, that's, that's why. You know, two guys I can't bet no matter what. I just they're on my no bet list forever now. Tommy Fleetwood and Terrell Hatton. If I bet them, if I bet Fleetwood, he'll come out with a seventy-eight. If I bet, well, Hatton, don't bet him. Don't bet him then this week. Not, okay. Especially Terrell Hatton. I think I've I've lost my max plays for PGA are sixty-three and twenty all time. Okay. I'm pretty sure Terrell Hatton has accounted for like seven of those losses. So <laughs> I just refuse. Um, you know, Tiger. I could see better value on Tiger at minus 160 to make the cut, you know, just because yeah. he knows his course so well. Yeah. The first two days, his body should hold up. 
right. he might get tired like after the third round, but I think he'll he'll hold up the first couple of days. I think there's good value on Tiger to make the cut. And one guy, nobody is. What's insane? I mean, it's not really insane because how poorly he's been playing lately. But one guy, nobody's talking about it. Victor Hovland, 50, 55 to one at some places. Um, he's been playing some poor golf, but you know, obviously, the potential is there. Um, he won some events in Europe to start the year. So could Victor Hovland, you know, compete here? I could see him getting top twenty. Not sure if I'll bet him to win. And there's one guy. That's down low at 130 to one at DraftKings. Where this is a guy where if I gave you his name and I said, "Would you be surprised if he was the British Open champion?" I don't think you would be Cameron Young. He's played very well this year. Uh, you know, at the PGA Championship, um, I just I would not be surprised if Cameron Young, you know, won this thing because yeah. when he when he gets going, his iron play is very is very good. His putter. Uh, can get rolling. And when he gets hot, he gets hot. He goes on like birdie streaks and stuff. Yep. Um, and the only thing that scares me about him is like at the Memorial, he was doing pretty well. The last day he absolutely fell apart. Um, I'm just wondering where his confidence is right now, but just on talent, talent alone, like Cameron Young at 130 to one, I think you're not going to get value any better than that. I yeah. don't well, if he just as long as he doesn't get into the bunker, because he gets in the bunker, he may never get out. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he's just his bunker game is like borderline coke rack bad. Um, so, yeah, I, I I love Cameron Young too. I've been touting him coming into the season, and he he has certainly been impressive as Mito Pereira has, who's who's right there. Um, his, he kind of shot up the leaderboard last week early. They've got him in a hundred to one. Um, Another name that I, I like for a top 20 is Keegan Bradley. I think it's easy to brush over Bradley. Um, I'll tell you what, Keegan Bradley, you go back to, you know, the belly putter. And when his game was full throttle, he was a major championship player. He won a PGA. He's a great ball striker. Mm-hmm. Now he's settled in with this new putting stroke, big improvement. I think Keegan Bradley gets brushed over way too easy. He's having a great year. I'll, I'll, I'll take Keegan Bradley for a top 20. No problem. You've got a couple of the top 20 picks and free plays. What are, what are those? I want, I want to make sure we get to those. PXG has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers, fairways, hybrids, and irons. The new Gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased MOI, faster ball speeds, longer distances, and tighter dispersions, all coupled with the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG. Schedule your custom fitting or buy online at pxg.com. All right. Yeah. So I've got a um, first top 20. I've got a Xander minus 110. Uh, he's the hottest golfer in the world right now. Uh, this course plays very well for him, especially for how his game is right now with his irons. You know, he's hitting all of his irons within five, six, seven feet of the hole, and he's putting pretty well. And obviously, he won the Scottish last week. Um, and, and he showed resilience there, you know, coming back after the first round, shooting two over. So in the final round, you know, coming out with two birdies and opening up a four-stroke lead to to losing the lead at one point and then coming back to win it. So he's showed a lot of resilience. So I like Xander, top 20 minus 110. Xander is also a guy where he tees off later in the day for the first round. So don't take him at 12, 14 to 1 to win pre-tournament. Wait till the tournament starts. I guarantee you he'll be 15, 16, 17 to one before he tees off in live betting. So if you're going to bet Xander to win, bet him live before he tees off. I also like Fitzpatrick top 20 plus a hundred. 
Like he's just so consistent. He's hitting his iron so consistently right now. His driver has been like one of the best on he's he's improved vastly in that. Um yep. and Fitz, Fitzpatrick is a you know, he's one of those shot takers. He's one of those game plan, game planners like I was talking about. Um he can he can hit nice shots out of the bunkers as we saw him do to win the US Open. I also like uh Max Homa top 40 minus 155. Okay. I think that's a great price for Homo, who's been playing very consistent uh, this year. And then I like Cam Young, top 40, plus 140. I think Cam, he definitely has the ability to make top 40, uh, top 20. I'll probably bet him top 20 also. Um, so Cam Young, top 40. And then I also have uh, one more pre-tournament play. I, I have Louis Ustazen, top South African player, plus 230. I think his experience here... It differentiates him from a lot of the other South Africans. Um, so I like Louis. Who was the last one? Who was the last one? Louis Ustazen. and Louis, plus, Louis. Okay, plus, yeah. Plus two thirty, top South African. Yep. So. Yeah, that's a. Well, that's yeah, a lot of. There's a lot of good South Africans in the field. Um, there, there is, but I think your experience yeah. experience pays, and he's the most experienced. Uh, you know, South African golfer here by far. So. Look at Bryson DeChambeau. 130 to one. My goodness. Yeah. I mean, I know he's coming off injury. Hasn't played a lot. Um, playing on the live. It'd be interesting to watch. It's going to be interesting to watch Bryson attack this course um, with the right wind conditions. Some of these par fours, of course, he can, he can, hit, he can hit it way down there. It's going to be fascinating watching this ball bounce. Um, with his driver in his yeah. hand. That, that's just kind of the unknown, you know, like with with this type of golf and the way the balls get a bounce. I mean, look, you, you start taking aggressive lines and you start hitting it on those lines and missing it slightly and that ball starts bouncing a little here and there and it gets in one of those bunkers. I mean, you just can't play and compete when you start getting in these, in these pot bunkers. So, um, I, I look, I, I think as you start moving down into the board, and a hundred and beyond. Um, look, I've been kind of building with Webb here a little bit. I think Webb is healthy. We know what Webb can do. Peak. I think this, the the conditions not being um, like we've seen over there with high winds will, will help him. The fairways bouncing. I like Webb for a top twenty. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and kind of stay with him. Um, with his kind of resurgence since uh, his injury. Um, Gary Woodland seems to be pretty confident right now. If you start to look down the board it, it, it for, for some odds, perhaps in the top 20, I think you got to look there. Plus 350 for Woodland or plus 400. Yeah, I took another one. I, I took another top 20 also. Um, okay. I sprinkled Kirk Kiriyama plus 550, top 20. Yeah. Um, I was really impressed last week how. You know, first of all, he played his way into this, but how consistent he was over all four rounds, right? He played very consistent, um, a bogey on 18, or he could have been in the playoff with Xander at the end there, but he played very consistent. I was impressed with how he, how he played, uh, dealing with the wins and stuff and that kind of link style course. So I like Kirk Kitayama plus 550 for a top 20 finish. Okay. Yeah, he's um he's coming on, you know. I mean, he he really is. He's definitely has gained a lot of of, of confidence. Um, good young player coming off the Corn Ferry Tour, 
you know, again, another guy that, you know, comes off that corn ferry tour is ready to compete, ready to go. Um, doesn't look too big. You know, the moment doesn't look too big for him. Um, so yeah, he, he's certainly a name that's been, that's been running up the board. All right. So kind of recapping here, there's some good top twenties, top forties that we threw in there, but just from a win standpoint, I have, I have made the bet on fee now. I have made the bet on Fleetwood. Don't bet him, please. Fleetwood, please don't bet Fleetwood for me. I'll pay you yeah, not you to bet Fleetwood. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. Um, you know, look, I, you know, uh, up top there in some of your short arm, gosh, I mean, I'll probably, I'm going to, I'm going to grab Xander and JT. I and mean, those are my two guys. I'm going to grab them. And I'm going to ride with Fee now. I'm going to ride with Fleetwood. And then, um, you know, kind of on the bottom end as a, as a bomber. Look, I'm probably going to go, I'm probably going to either go Webb or Billy Horschel. Like I think, I think Horschel, he's had a good season, another win. Um, he's got experience over there. He loves playing that kind of golf. Fairways running, softer wind conditions. I think that plays into Horschel's. I think he's motivated right now with the live tour. He's been very vocal. I'll stretch and go sprinkle a little bit on uh, on Billy Horschel. Maybe the the ball bounces his way, yeah. And um and we get a win there in the hundred you know hundred plus odds you know. So Horschel and and Webb are my two kind of in the bomber range. Yeah, you know nobody's also talking about you know I, I'm looking at Scotty Scotty Scheffler right now. He's twenty to one on William Hill. Um, would you be surprised if Scotty won this? I wouldn't. And no, I, def- I definitely think Scotty is a better value at 20 to one than Rory is at nine to one. Um, so Scotty, I'll probably throw a little pre pre flop into, um, another one that I'll bet pre flop is, you know, JT, like we talked about. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I'm yep. not gonna, I'm not going to bet Jordan. I'm not going to bet Cam Smith. Um, I'm not going to bet Shane Lowry pre-flop because their odds are just too low. Uh, Joaquin Neiman, 50, 55 to one in a few places. And one, one, one that I would definitely be betting for sure pre-flop is Colin Morikawa, 30 to one. I feel like anytime, anytime Morikawa is like 30 to one and I haven't bet him, I end up regretting it. I end up regretting it. So yeah, Morikawa, 30 to one. And he seems to almost use, perhaps use that as a little motivation. He starts getting to that 25, 35 range. And that's what we see with him. His putter goes chilly and he falls. And then all of a sudden it wakes up. And when it wakes up, he wins because yeah. he's such a pure ball striker. I, it's it's going to be fascinating, the short game, you know, around around these greens, how fast the fairways are running um, and then the green being a touch slower than that and all the undulation. Um, you know, it's look, as Tiger said, it's his favorite course, right? I mean, it's his, his favorite course of all time. That's a big statement. I think a lot of guys would agree with that. This course is yielded big name champions, Savvy Ballesteros, Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, just to name a few. So, um, you know, we're probably looking at that kind of name value, you know, winning someone that we know versus, um, a name that we're not maybe familiar with, yeah. but at the same time, you, you got to sprinkle a few bombers in there and you just never know in the way the ball bounces. Um, all right. So we're going to do a contest, right? Yeah. We're going to do a contest for, uh, I'm so going to listen do, up folks. Here's your I'm, contest. I'm going to do $250 and, um, 
what we're going to do is you're going to go on YouTube to watch this. You're going to comment. You're going to answer these three questions. All right. The first question is who's going to win the British open. The second question is what's their, their score going to be under par. And then the tiebreaker number three. So if you get the first two, right, we'll use this as a tiebreaker. How many birdies will the winner have in the final round? Um, so those are the three questions. I'll do $250 and you have to comment on YouTube before the tournament tees off. So uh, your answer will have a timestamp on it. You won't be able to edit it. So uh, the first question, like I said, is who wins? Second question is the winning score under par. And the third is the tiebreaker. It's how many birdies for the winner in the final round. Um, 400 to the winner. Answer those three questions in the comment section. Can't beat that, man. We delivered the goods. I feel good about this one. Open championship. I didn't have a great week last week, um, but overall been trending pretty good. I feel um, I feel good about this week, though. This is going to be fun to watch. I mean, I mean, it's the 150th playing of the Open Championship. Just say that out loud, and that pretty much uh, will give you that, that. That doesn't give me a little bit of goosebumps. You know, I don't know. I don't know what will. So, beat the bookie. You're the man, buddy. Thanks for jumping on here.